This is a tune titled Blaze Away by Abe Holtzman, a two-step from the turn of the last century. Somehow, the title, at least, seems to support the celebration of electricity that we hear about in this bit of Scranton's history. We're told the entrepreneurial E.B. Sturgis saw the need for even faster, larger capacity and cleaner transit in and around Scranton, and he understood that an improvement over the horse-drawn variety would increase his profits from his land dealings. In 1885, when he learned that a Belgian immigrant and inventor had patented an electric railway, he commissioned him to design an electric streetcar for the new Scranton Suburban Street Railway Company, which Sturgis helped organize and presided over. A year later, the first economically successful exclusively electric streetcar system in the United States made its maiden voyage between Central City and the outlying neighborhood of Green Ridge. Along with electric streetcars, Scranton was quick to adopt electric lights, and the little metropolis's early technological prowess would inspire its long-standing nickname. Shortly after Edison's perfecting of the light bulb and before he electrified and lit up an entire New York City block, Scranton had electric illumination at its Dixon Locomotive Works in 1880, its steel mills in 1881, and increasingly thereafter in its streets. In the mid to late 1880s, the Reverend David Spencer of the Penn Avenue Baptist Church first dubbed Scranton the Electric City the moniker quickly caught on. By 1889, the Scranton Republican laid claim to this technological achievement and its resulting appellation and lorded it over its neighbor city. Scranton is known widely as the electric city, and it is not surprising that all electrical improvements in this region are credited to that place. The streets of this city were lighted up by electricity some months before those of our neighboring city of Carbondale, and incandescent lamps were in general use here first. That from the recent study, Jane Jacobs' First City by Glenna Lang. A celebration of electricity that would make it possible for the city of Scranton to be filled with light 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And then there is the Electric City sign. A report in the Scranton Times-Tribune from October 22nd of this year tells us the Electric City sign dates back more than a century when it marked Scranton as a progressive industrial powerhouse. The first sign was installed over the building at 507 Linden Street in 1907 with the slogan, Watch Scranton Grow. Six years later, the sign became Scranton, the Electric City. In 1937, Crews replaced the sign after it sustained damage from the elements, keeping the same design and phrase, according to the Scranton Tribune. The sign went dark for six weeks at the time, according to the 84-year-old news article. As the city's fortunes later declined, so too did the sign. It remained darkened until an effort to restore it in 2004, seen as a metaphor for a renaissance of the city the sign once again lit downtown Scranton beginning December 9th, 2004. By 2014, the sign was half burned out and turned off until a restoration was completed. 
converted from incandescent to LED bulbs, the renovated sign was turned on during La Festa Italiana 2014. Recently, the light went dark yet again after the building's owner said he could no longer afford the electric bill to keep the sign alive, but Fidelity Bank stepped in and the light shines again. And now it's time for the drum roll. The annual Times Tower Lighting and Fireworks will be held tomorrow afternoon and evening. That's Wednesday, November 24th from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Scranton Times Building, Penn Avenue in Scranton. A special fireworks display will go off at 6 p.m. when Santa lights the tower. Admission is free. That from the Facebook page linked to timestribune.com. How many times have we used the word light in speaking about Scranton past and present? The theme continues with a special public art installation in partnership with the Center for the Living City and Marywood University School of Architecture. Scranton Fringe will present a large-scale public art installation titled Rise, an installation of light and hope. It will be presented on the lawn of Courthouse Square December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The interactive work of public art is centered on the themes of hope and community, finding commonality in spite of the immense difficulties of the last 18 months and rising above those difficulties. RISE is part of the Lackawanna Winter Market Weekend in downtown Scranton. Maureen McGuigan is Deputy Director of the Office of Arts and Culture for Lackawanna County, and she talked about the difficulties overcome and what is to come. It's definitely a transition time, for lack of a better word, because I think we are still trying to navigate, and I don't want to call it totally post-COVID because certainly we're still dealing with that, but it is this hybrid world, and I see a lot of arts groups, including my office, trying to, to navigate that. We're seeing a lot more hybrid events. Our arts breakfast this year was both in person, spread out at the cultural center, but also online. So we had 40 people watching, for example, and we had about 60 in the live audience. So I'm seeing a lot of that. I think, you know, it's nice to also see in-person events happening safely, theaters returning, you know, there's been more performance events and First Friday is happening again. So I think everybody's still trying to navigate. And as we go into the winter, still dealing with the virus and trying to figure that out, I think people are cautiously optimistic. And financially, I think people are still recovering. It's still a bit of a struggle, but I mean, things are definitely picking up and people want to come out. That's the thing. I think events are seeing more people interested and wanting to come out and support their local communities. So I have confidence that as life gets a little better and more people are vaccinated and things improve even more, that that we will be able to spring back to life and health in the arts. Now, you're looking ahead to a very important time for so many people, the December holidays. You are making sure that we have a chance to celebrate in community. Yes, I think that was really important. And I've said this before, right now it's challenging for organizations, the people we fund, other groups, to balance 
public health, but also we need good mental health and a little bit of joy in our lives. So that's been the challenge, but we designed our annual Lackawanna Winter Market in the safest way possible, but that would still allow people to come out and be part of community because that's what we've really missed and support our local businesses and artists and just kind of feel together again after a very long year and a half, almost two years of, of dealing with the pandemic. So ours is mostly focused outdoors, like like many big cities now, or especially in Europe, they have the Chris Kindle Marts, uh, which are largely outside. But we have a different model this year. We have 50 individual tents with vendors. So that'll be fun, you know, very unique items. People can walk around the courthouse square. We also want to encourage them to see the whole town of Scranton as one big vendor village, we're calling it. So you can also visit our brick-and-mortar stores. This year for art activities, again, being a little cautious, we've gone with some more performance installation elements. So we're working with the Scranton Fringe Festival and the Center for the Living City and the Marywood Architecture students. We're building a installation called Rise, an installation of hope and light. So that's going to be really great. I think people will see it on the lawn of the courthouse, and I think it's going to be very inspirational and uplifting. And that'll be up the three days of the market. But the other thing we changed is our annual Festival of Trees, which has been going on a very long time and has moved to several different locations. We thought, why not bring it outside? A, you know, again, thinking of safety, but also I think a lot more people will see it. So that's going to be on Courthouse Square as well. The organization sponsor tree and the funds raised go to Toys for Tots. There's also one up in Carbondale. I have to mention our uh, friends at the other end of the county, they kind of helped us tell us how they did that. So you, you could have fun driving around the county looking at a lot of these decorations, but we're excited to try that on Courthouse. We've also partnered with some of our art galleries downtown to do art activities to spread it out a little more so people can still go inside and do an art activity like at Artworks and the Fringe Gallery and AFA Gallery. But, you know, again, being spread out, it might be a little safer. So that's a lot. You know, I'm just trying to kind of give a picture of what it will look like. What will it sound like, Maureen? Will there be musicians? Oh, yes, of course. We'll have a music tent, which we're excited about. You know, that's part of our goal, too, is to support our local artists who, you know, are still trying to come out of a difficult time of not working. So, yes, we will have three days of music starting Friday as the kickoff. So that's December 3rd, which is also First Friday, Scranton. So I think that's going to be a really big night downtown. So the music will kick off then. We also have our tree lighting that night with Catholic Choral Society that always does the beautiful carols for us. We have a couple other groups caroling around, Patosphere, which is an organization that works with young people on music. They'll be going around town, and the Wally Gordon singers are also going to sing for us that evening. So I think it's just going to be really festive time. When do you start thinking about this? Well, we people might laugh, but we started last February. <laughs> So, for a few reasons, uh, we eventually want to build our own vendor huts, but here's another example of COVID. So we own them and groups can borrow them, but the, the lumber and aluminum prices have tripled. So we had to put that on hold, but we started talking about that last February. But the reason we start early is time goes by and, and we really needed a plan because we really didn't know what was going to happen in December. And we this is a big change for us doing the smaller huts on Courthouse Square. So I like to plan early, and I still feel like I don't have enough time, but, you know, just really thinking through the logistics, the safety, but also trying to plan these kind of fun 
new things and like working with the Scranton Fringe and the Center for Living City, what we're going to do to do the installation. And they're also going to do performances. It takes a long time. You know, it, it, it seems like that's forever starting in February, but it, but it goes by really fast. <laughs> you are someone too, Maureen, who is very keyed into the changing of the seasons and wanting to help us in terms of the world in which we live in and the environment and to be more sensitive. And you are very careful at this time because this is the time of darkness into light. Will there be lots of lights around? Oh, yes. You know, we always decorate the courthouse and now with our Festival of Trees and the city also puts up their snowflakes. And I should mention also we're working with Scranton Tomorrow as part of their holiday window showcase. So we have sponsored uh, 12 artists to do some three-dimensional decorations. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of lights in all of the windows downtown. The light installation I I mentioned will be all light. So I think light is such an important metaphor (laughs) for this year. So I think the downtown will be definitely lit up. Um, And and for the whole month, I think, again, the window decorating, the, the shops do such a beautiful job with decorating their windows. So even though our event is just one weekend, we're really encouraging people to support Local shopping throughout Lackawanna County, of course, but downtown Scranton is, is really going to be beautiful. Maureen, is there a place where we can go? Is there a website or something to check for more details? Yes, I always like to send people to our Lackawanna Markets Facebook page. That's the branch with all the info about our event. Um, you can also check our Lackawanna County Arts and Culture Department page. And we will have information up on uh, LackawannaMarkets.com as well about the schedule and events that will be happening throughout the weekend, which is December 3rd, 5 to 9, Saturday, December 4th, 11 to 7, and Sunday, uh, 12 to 4. Not that we haven't been doing this and seeing these partnerships before, but if there's anything that would linger after these distressing times, may it be that we're all aware even more of the importance of just that. I was so happy this year at the number of partnerships we have. I think a lot of us came together, Scranton Tomorrow, the Greater Scranton Chamber of Commerce. We just did a holiday showcase featuring our vendors and, you know, like I mentioned, Fringe and Center for the Living City and Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it was just really nice to see all of these entities. We're all kind of doing our own thing, but we all came together to promote what we're doing and kind of link it Again, to make that, it's not just about our our winter market, it's about the whole city, something that's been personally touching to me to see us all working together. Maureen McGuigan, Deputy Director of the Office of Arts and Culture for Lackawanna County, speaking with us about the Lackawanna Winter Market Weekend in downtown Scranton, Friday, December 3rd, 5 to 9 p.m., Saturday the 4th, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Sunday, December 5th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. In partnership, as she suggested, with so many organizations. And something that's very exciting is the partnership involving Scranton Fringe, the Center for the Living City, and Marywood University School of Architecture. It's a large-scale public art installation titled Rise, an installation of light and hope to be presented on the North Washington Avenue lawn of Courthouse Square all weekend. It's an interactive work of public art, and it's centered on the themes of hope and community. For more information, LackawannaMarkets.com. 
and the Lackawanna Arts and Culture Department website page, and scrantonfringe.org as well. It's the Lackawanna Winter Market Weekend in downtown Scranton, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And you can find more information at lackawannamarkets.com. <laughs>